Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Rattlesnake, host of the Chairgating Podcast. I am here with Garage Guy Chase. Welcome back, Chase. It's good to be back, Rattlesnake. I've been, I've been uh, sleep deprived for no reason. I've, uh, I've been like lost in, in my brain with boredom and, um, and, and just really just living on the internet. So my eyes hurt. But oh, yeah. It's great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think everybody's been glued to one screen or the other or multiple at the same time, a uh, sort of menage a trois uh, type thing going on. Obviously, based on the intro, I figured we could uh, talk a little bit about Tiger King. You finished it? Dude, okay. So, once again, thanks for having me here, by the way. Glad to be back. <laughs> Glad to be back on Chairgating. Hope all, hope all you Chairgators are doing fine and dandy. Pull up your chair. It's going to be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so the hype has been Tiger King everywhere around the entire globe. Like I woke up one morning um, and I saw a shitload of these random memes of this dude <laughs> yep. that was like incredibly incredible, looking, but yep. also great. It was just this redneck with a fucking tiger. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, what is this? And I start researching it and I see shit about this bitch, Carol Baskin. And I'm like, this is hilarious. And then I finally find out that, Oh, it's a docu-series on Netflix. So I'm like, I have to watch this now. Start is, watching it. By the way, is docu-series, is that a term people use? Or did you just like come up with that? That's a, that's a thing. I've heard it okay. before. Okay. I, mean, I like but, that, but, I like but that actually, term a lot. I've never used it. I do too. I like it. And, and you know what? But because, because you've never heard it, I've just made that up. Right? Yeah. So it sounds I, like you just made that up. And I did. Now, if I start using <laughs> it and people ask me, I'll be like, oh, Garage Guy Chase made that up. 
No, you just tell them you made it up and just pass it on. And then tell whoever you tell that to, then tell them that they made it up until eventually Miriam Webster comes after all of us. And then she'll never know who <laughs> to get or find. You know what I mean? She'll so call Carol. Great. Oh shit. That wouldn't be good. Take us all out. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I've watched it. Um, I finished it in about two days. That's <laughs> literally like, I've never watched a Netflix like series that quick, but I finished it in two days and I was so taken by it that like I was ready to talk about it. Drew on the Garage Guys Fancy Sports Podcast, he didn't get to watch it yet. So we're going to be chatting a little bit about it, hopefully on episode 150, which drops Friday. He needs to get his priorities straight. I think that's yeah, the problem. He's got, dude, his priorities like have him straight right now. Like this dude, <laughs> dude is like, he's all over the place. I mean, he's got a lot of shit going on, but um, I, I did, I did chew his ass out for not watching Tiger King. Cause I feel like, I feel like the whole world took a pause and like, you get yep. a free pass. Like you tell, if you were to call your boss working from home and he's like, Hey, where are those TPS reports? You're like, I'm sorry. I was watching Joe exotic fucking try to like play with tigers all night he'd be like oh me too no worries bro like yeah you know he'd I mean? be like okay i understand that's important yeah but dude it's a it's a wild ass show man and like i learned so much because like it was not what i thought it was going to be going into it and then when it starts getting and by the way i, I hope that that everybody here has has can we mutually agree right now that there are spoilers yeah because here's the thing if you haven't seen the show and you are worried about spoilers, then, like, I'm probably going to title this episode something about Tiger King. So, like, I don't know what the fuck you're still doing here. Yeah, exactly. Like, you either have COVID and you're, like, on a ventilator in a hospital or you are, like, dead. That's the only two reasons right. why you haven't watched Tiger King by this, this point now. We're, like, two weeks since it's dropped. Yeah. So, this show, man, for me, it was – the first thing I thought of when I watched it was, okay, this is going to be – like some corny shit that some guy paid a lot of money to get his face put on TV. And essentially that's the exact kind of person Joe exotic is. So I was a little bit right on that aspect of it. But as far as like getting into like the really crazy wild shit that goes down at these types of places and the type of people that run them. Like when I found out that like, these were like cults, I was like, okay, I was not expecting this like whatsoever. Dude, how many twists and turns did that show take, too? Like, you'd be watching it, and you're like, all right, I kind of get this. Okay, uh, it's, he's a crazy redneck with tigers. And then they're like, oh, by the, way, by the way, he's gay with, like, two husbands that are straight. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Where did that come from? Yeah, they, they're then, with him for drugs. <laughs> right. And then, well, that one I kind of saw coming. But, and then they're like, oh, by the way, uh, this bitch Carol killed her husband. And you're like, what? Wait a minute. Hold the slow down. And then I just, I mean, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I, I watched that entire docuseries, which I just made up that uh, term for. I watched that entire thing in one sitting. Holy shit. In one sitting. So you saw the sun go down and come up? No, 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 no. It, it, it was, I mean, I'd like to look up the time, but no, I watched it. I started, it, it was over the weekend. I didn't have any work. Uh, started it like during probably, you know, early day, but by like, midnight or something yeah i watched the whole thing damn you spent a whole day with joey a whole day and i felt like i like you said i felt like i did spend it with joe and i feel like i know him a little bit more intimately now i want to get his like i want the address to the prison he's at i can you imagine how many letters people are going to write to him now like when he gets out of prison like i was on twitter the other day 
and like big baby scumbag was talking about he's a rapper um and he was talking about joe exotic he's been all over joe exotic recently and i'm just like thinking like if this dude wrote joe exotic right now like at prison by the time he got out they could probably do like he could probably feature on a rap song with him yeah but how long is he locked up for uh 72 years so he'd be really old <laughs> he won't even be alive in 72 years what are you talking yeah, about yeah it's murder for hire so like, that's the thing though like the, i think that like we're everyone is so confused right now because like everyone's like putting him on a pedestal including myself like just because of how he is as a person like he's just right like the moment that that i was sold on it was in the first episode it was like within the first 10 minutes of the show one of the guy the guy with no legs was like on there talking and they were are either it was either him or the guy with the black hat that was the producer right and when he said joe is literally he's not even like a, a human being he's this mythical character that just like appeared one day as soon as i heard that i was like i'm gonna love this show by the way if it it was that uh documentary producer this is how he'd say joe's like not even a real person he's a mythical character he just appeared one day i fucking hated the way that guy talked it drove me crazy that dude's pretentious as fuck fuck that guy dude that guy's the worst i'm glad all his shit burn up yeah right <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't like him from the get-go i was like this guy's a fucking asshole it's like that whole entire every person like in that entire a piece of shit. yeah yeah 100 except for the one girl that like got away from the fucking um the yoga master tiger guy like she was okay yeah but even even she fell for it and was like part of the coal i'm not saying like she's a bad person for that but it's kind of like mm, i yeah. personally have never fallen in line with a cold so Am I going to judge you a little bit if you have? Absolutely. Dude, it just goes to show you, like, people people get fucking wrapped into shit, I guess. There's a lot of naive people in the world. Because, like, that guy, to me, was the biggest evildoer of all the show. And you know like, what's funny he, about him? What? My wife, my mom, my little sister, my cousin. What do you call a cousin's children? What are they? Cousins once removed or some shit? It's like your cousin. Your that's your your little cousins. I don't know. Right, little cousins. All of them. I'm at my parents right now in Myrtle, and they have all been to his place and like held the baby tigers and they have pictures of it and shit. Oh my god, <laughs> that guy thinks he's God, bro. He literally that's his nickname is is some Hindu version of God. That right. needs to be the sequel. Is about him and the trial that he's about to have to go through. He'll he'll never let it happen. He will never right. let it happen. Yeah, he, that's he literally controlled like somebody else. He agreed to let someone come in and run a documentary and he controlled it. Like to me, like that just lets you know, like that th- this dude right here is like a master manipulator. Like I couldn't, I couldn't deal with him. Like, and, but, but how he stayed out of all this and how he's still operating has me throwed. Like, I think it's, it's because he's so controlling. Like he doesn't have like loose ends. Like he he takes care of shit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's got he's got like literally. I feel like he works for the cartel secretly. I think he's just there's Joe who's beautiful. You know, just somebody that yeah. appeared on the scene. But let's all be honest here. He's kind of a stupid redneck. Yes. Whereas 100%. this other guy, I don't think is a stupid redneck. I think he's he's a little more conniving, smarter, has everything under control. So he wouldn't allow something like this to happen. 
he's a full-blown narcissist that conned like a bunch of young women to fuck him and pet tigers all day for a hundred dollars a week okay (laughs) we want to talk about cons jeff Lowe, dude jeff that guy he's the whole his whole thing was being a con artist and he's definitely going down he's a he's a germ he reminds me of a literal germ like if corona was a person it would be him right like it comes around and you're just like get the fuck out of here yeah, that dude, like, he looks like, if I saw that guy, like, in a restaurant, I'd immediately leave because I would feel like he would, like, find a way to, like, spit on my food without me even knowing. Like, if he's I, one of those kind of guys. If I saw him in a restaurant, I would call a priest and have an exorcism performed because I would only imagine somebody possessed by Satan would decide to dress like such a piece of shit. Right. The I way almost, that guy dressed <laughs> almost made me vomit in my mouth every time I fucking saw him. Like the Wranglers and Affliction tees and bandanas? Yeah, and the cut-up <laughs> jeans. And, like, I'm like, how old are you, dude? Your goatee's yeah. gray. Oh, my God, dude. He was – I don't know. Like, I can't – this show literally is, like, the weirdest thing for, like, the weirdest time in America. Like, it literally, like, paints the perfect picture of, like, where we're at right now in It's what we all needed. Yes, exactly. And we haven't even gotten to like the cream of the crop, the top of the, the tip of the iceberg, Carol Baskin. Okay. Mm. So we got to discuss her for a minute. The moment I knew 100% that like she killed her husband was towards the end of the, 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 uh, the series. There was one episode and they were asking like everyone, like, it was some kind of question about like how to kill somebody. And she literally said, you know, if I really wanted to kill my husband, I would have just went out and dumped a whole bunch of sardine oil over him. No, what it it was, what it was, was the scene where that hitman from South Carolina, who we still haven't even mentioned either the fucking hitman, um, (laughs) where he put cologne, on uh joe's boot and the tiger attacked attacked him i think this is where it was and then carol said like cologne that just smells good he's just not it if you really wanted like the tiger to eat somebody you would put sardine oil yes yes that's the moment i knew like that like i literally was in my like chair in my living room and i was like that bitch did it i was like admitted did it that's how she did it she just admitted it on a Netflix show like it that's it right there because you can look in her eyes and you can tell like you can look at her when she says it and she's just like that's how I killed Don like that's is that that's his name right Don um that his name? I can't remember I'm pretty sure it's Don I don't that know it sounds right that sounds Don yeah. Ron something something her Ron. husband her husband we'll go with that that's how she killed her husband that's what happened she admitted it so now they have legitimately reopened the case Right. Thank God. But here's the thing. So a couple of things. If you watch any like detective shows like I do, um, police, the, the two things they always look for is a motive and opportunity. She had both in spades, right? Motive and opportunity. That's all she is, is motive and opportunity of killing her husband, right? She had a reason he was going to leave her and he was working out with his lawyers to make sure she got nothing. Yeah. Opportunity. They owned fucking tigers. <laughs> yeah i mean there i don't know any other better opportunity her brother at the time was like a detective in the police force there i mean it was just insane so the fact that she never went to trial or anything 
Uh, the fact that they never got warrants to search the septic tank or the meat grinder just blows my mind. But here's the problem. I'm happy they're reopening the case. I think this bitch should go to prison for life. But nothing's going to come of it. How long ago was that? There's no way there's any evidence anymore. There's nothing. She's yeah. fine. She would just have to like openly admit to it, which she'll never do. Right. And and it sucks. It is what it is. But like Joe, do you do you really think that he did the murder for hire? Yeah, yeah, I, I think he did. I believe it too. I, I think he did. But, <laughs> but here's the problem. I think that um, I think that Jeff Lowe was also in on it, and he didn't get in trouble at all. I don't think that at all. I think that Jeff was just like he, he, all he cared about was he knew that like um, Joe would sign over like the business to a bunch of different people constantly because of this petty shit that he had going on with Carol Baskin. And he saw that as, well, I'm going to get in there let this dude like me and then get his business. And then I'm just going to take it from him because that's all he really cared about. And it's, I don't think that he was in on the whole deal with, with the wanting to kill Carol, but I think he used that when he found out about it, he used that as his number one way to be like, all right, I'm getting rid of this. I, I see what you're saying, but that fat, like, pedo-looking dude, that's probably yeah, also going to get arrested. <laughs> that was one of the best scenes. Yes, it it had nothing to do with the documentary. It was just a <laughs> scene of him driving a jet ski. That was incredible. That was a Kenny Powers moment. Yeah, he was time. like, I love Eastbound and Down. Can I ride right. my jet ski up? Yeah, sure. But that dude even said, when they were, like, talking and shit, that he was giving ideas to Joe about how to kill her and how to do it and, like, what they were going to do. I think he's. I think he was – Heavily involved, and I think kind of like what you're saying. I think he was involved, though, because he wanted Joe to, like, fuck up. So yeah. I think he was pushing him into this. I feel you on that. I, I, can, I can get behind that 100% because he is a con artist at the end of the day. Right, and Joe paid. Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonics therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control, it gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about and it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back.
Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. The, the you know, fugitive that's clearly killed people that works for Jeff, Jeff's like bodyguard, essentially. Joe decided to pay him when him and Joe fucking hated each other. I guarantee Jeff was the one that was like, my buddy here will do it. Just go ask him, pay him. I don't know. It, it's, it, it's true. I mean, it could be that way. And, and it probably is that way. But literally, for all we know, some fucking magical gay fairy could have came from the sky and was just like, I'm going to possess you now. And you're going to go kill Carol Baskin. There, there's all kinds of different things that could happen. What's that, crazy, though. She's an imaginary that, show. <laughs> what's crazy, though, is that he got all those years not even for, like, plotting a murder. He got it for, like, animal cruelty and shit. Because they didn't have enough on him to actually uh, convict him of that. Right. And isn't like the animal cruelty, was it, was it multiple occurrences? Or was it just like that one piece of footage they had on tape where he was like shooting at him? I think it was multiple occurrences where they proved that he like actually euthanized like baby tigers. Jesus. Right. Which I think they just all do. Cause everybody in that's a piece of shit, but maybe this sounds fucked up. I'm going to have like PETA attacking my podcast. <laughs> I don't necessarily think you should be in prison for the rest of your life for that. No, I mean, I don't know if you have PETA attacking the pocket. You might just have, like, people just, like, you think it's okay to, like, murder for hire, <laughs> like, people? <laughs> but, no. I mean, like, when, it's, when it's Carol Baskins, maybe. But, yeah, um, well, the world hates Carol now, so it's right. okay. Right, yeah, I kind of yeah. understand when I watch that documentary. <laughs> I'm like, she kind of fucking pushed him to the edge. This crazy redneck, don't push him to the edge. Yeah, um, not even her, though, but, like, just look, well, it, her, 100%. Looking in her eyes, you can just see that, like, the devil uh, lives in there. yeah. Yeah, she's terrible. She's yeah. fucking terrible. Um, I don't know. Either way, like, yeah, I, I get why he had to go to prison. But a lot of the years, I think, were for, like, the animal, animal cruelty. And I just think, I don't know. That seems like a crazy amount of time for what he was actually sentenced for. Did you see that he's, like, requesting a presidential pardon from Trump and, like, yes, $100 million dollars or something like that in restitution? 70 70- it was like 72 million or something. I guess like a million for every year he was locked, supposed to be locked up or something like that. But he's opening the $72 million lawsuit. I, th- I think that's the number, pretty sure. And then he wants to pardon. But how are you going to get a presidential pardon when you were kicked out of a golfing event from Trump? If he don't even want you there, I don't know. Wait, what happened? Pardon. So supposedly Joe Exotic tried to attend some kind of event for Donald Trump, and they kicked him out. <laughs> they're like oh. no you can't be here <laughs> yeah trump's clearly not going to give him a presidential pardon but um he could like potentially get something overturned i don't you don't need a pardon right donnie, i'm not a, I'm yeah, not a lawyer, donnie just but. needs to watch tiger king and he needs to figure it out for himself he needs That's to watch true. Tiger he's king. pretty hip you know he's got his his ear to the ground when it comes to uh memes so right. he we'll would see. be crucified right now though if he watched tiger king what do you mean he would be crucified if he watched Tiger King right now. Because, oh, because I mean, people, people would be people like, you're not working at him hard anyway. Yeah, it's like, we're literally in the middle of a crisis and you're watching Tiger King? Like, that's like every dude. Like, all you know, all the left would jump on him heavy. And I'm sure give, people from the right, too. I like, give Trump <laughs> one episode a night. How about that, guys? Maybe like a week. If I mean, if, if we're, I, I feel like if you do like once a week and he'll like, he's like, okay. Like, that that's going to take too long. That's, I'm going to not care anymore. Would. I need him to 
catch up. Yeah, well, COVID will be gone. Well, after COVID's gone, I guarantee you we get a tweet. Wow, just watching Tiger King. Think I'm going to let Joe go. (laughs) It's like, let's just let that happen. That's all we can ask for. (laughs) See, I want that now. Now that I actually care. Because in like fucking three months, who knows? Maybe I'll be like, Tiger King. Oh, that's right. Well, don't worry because there'll be a movie. Have you seen all the rumors on Twitter where they <laughs> yeah. have, they're like pairing people? Like they have like like Danny McBride obviously has to be Joe Exotic. That's no, I I heard the uh, complete opposite. I heard that he was gonna play the uh, the guy from Merle. No, that was that's uh, Haley Joe Osment. No, I heard Danny McBride was not gonna do Joe Exotic. Every everything I've been seeing online, it's like th- this is the perfect person to play him. Like you have to play. Like this is just like this isn't people saying they're gonna. This is. But just he doesn't like, look anything like him. That's like that's terrible. But he could wrap that personality up really well. Yeah. And I mean, if he, he pulled a Matthew, anything like him though. I think Matthew McConaughey would be really good. Like, <laughs> oh, like, like oh, Matt McConaughey, shit. like like dot, skinny like, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, like uh, what is it? Dallas Buyers Club Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. Holy with, shit! With that's not true. Bad. Detective mustache. But you that know who? Be, I mean, you know who tweeted and got all this going was um, Dax Shepard. Really? Dax Shepard, yeah. He tweeted it, like, like pretty early on, and that's, I think, kind of what got everybody talking about the movie and stuff because he said, like, I guess he had just watched it, and he was like, if I don't, like, get a Joe Exotic role if they make a movie, then, like, what the fuck was I doing with my career or something like that? Is it bad that I don't know who that is? Um, have you seen <laughs> Idiocracy? Yes. Remember the dumb, like, sidekick that he ends up meeting in Idiocracy? Yeah. Okay, or, like, employee of the yeah, month. Yeah, I hear I'm baiting. Cook. I'm baiting. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, he I would be pretty good because he's skinny. Day. He's blonde. Like, he, I think he could do it. He could. He would be good. And, like, Matthew McConaughey's had a lot of, like, sleazy roles. So, I mean, I think he might be good for Matthew a McConaughey while. might be like, you know, is this going to be a comedy? Which it should be. Then I think Dax Shepard would be great for it. And yeah. I think you need, though, Danny McBride in it somehow. That's the only thing. Yeah, but it's like, where could you put him at that point? Like, if he's not – like, could we see, like, a super skinny Danny McBride? That's the question. I don't know if I want to see a skinny Danny McBride. I don't either. But, like, I mean, we got a skinny Jonah Hill now. And I didn't like that either. I don't know. He's it's it's different. Like he's still got like the turkey gobbler coming off of his chin. Right, right. The, I mean, he was good in like twenty one and twenty two Jump Street. Those were fucking great movies. So. Yeah. But like he got like he must have had like some work done because when he was directing um, uh, mid nineties, which is like that the independent right. film he made, he was like like his face was like tight. Like he must have got some work done to suck that. And fat. by the way, that movie was I. I love that movie. It, dude, it dare. was yeah. I. I'm, I skate. I, I grew up skating. So for me, it's like. Yeah, I mean, I like, everybody did as kids. Like, that's when I grew up skateboarding. But still, I was kind of like, okay. Now, nah, see, I, I, I like literally woke up. I'd wake up at like seven o'clock in the morning and like just go skateboard. And I wouldn't stop till like 10. Like, that was like life. Like, all my friends. So, like, for me, mid 90s was like everything that was going down in that whole movie. Like, that was kind of like how my friend group. Was. I mean, I know we're the same age. You're telling yeah. me this. Like, you, you we know, have, we have the same childhood. <laughs> I'm just saying the movie itself was I. Yeah, it's this different. It definitely is different. I watched it a few times, but I'm one of those weird people that like movies that are like underrated. Like, I'll, like, love them. Like, if they get, like, a horrible score on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm, like, the guy that actually loves the movie. And I'm, like, okay, have you, seen, have you seen The Hunt? 
I haven't yet, and I'm glad you brought that up because I need to see this movie. I saw a trailer for it a while back, and didn't they postpone this movie because they said it was something that was like too political for the time yeah. or something? Yeah, people were pissed about it, like based on the trailer, because it's essentially like liberal elites hunting and killing conservatives. Really? But yeah, but dude, here's the thing. Everybody overreacted. It's a fucking comedy. It's like making fun of Hunger Games. Like it's a so it's like Zombie Land. Yeah, kinda. It's a man. Let me think about it. What kind of? Movie I thought it was supposed to be like a that. That's what happened. Then it was not supposed to be a, a comedy. It was supposed to be a horror movie. Well, and it then... is kind of. I don't, dude. Now I'm pretty sure they tried it. There's no way they didn't make this a comedy on purpose. Like, I don't know. Just the whole like main actor and like how everything goes down. Like. Watch it. Just watch it. I promise you'll love it. Okay. I'm going to check this out. Maybe it's like a Sharknado. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was. And it was no. so bad. No, because they, com- they have comedians in it and shit. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I've got to watch this for I sure. I think people just, it. like, saw the trailer because the trailer doesn't – because it's um, – let's see. Did you ever see, like – what was that? Cabin in the Woods, I think it was called. Oh, F- Cabin Fever? No, 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 no. It was Cabin That's in the Woods. That's a creepy movie. Cabin in the oh. Woods. And it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was kind of yeah. making fun of horror movies. It was yeah. almost like funny because it was like, it was a horror movie, but it was like making fun of it, right? Like the, they had the jock and the hot girl and, you know. Right. It, it was making fun of it. That's kind of what this movie does. It like makes fun of these like Hunger Games style movies. Um, and Emma it, Roberts oh, is in this shit. Just, just watch it, dude. It's fucking. And I'm looking at pictures right now. <laughs> and it, really it just makes fun of politics like it's making fun of like both sides totally completely if anything it makes liberals look a lot worse because they're literally hunting just innocent conservatives that's uh, probably why they shut it down in the right first place. yeah because the yeah. liberals look way way worse than this but it makes fun of both sides like you know i've heard some people be like oh uh you know they use the word like snowflake and it was cringy but I was like, yeah, but it was meant to satire. <laughs> like, it was satire. That girl was, like, calling somebody a snowflake. Like, it was satire, you know? Oh it's a fucking God. joke. It's not, like, I don't know. I think everybody took it too serious. I was, like, cracking up. Yeah, like, what is our world now? Like, yeah, right. if you really, you really get sick. Like, I mean, look, like, you know, we goof off. We're, I'm a goofy dude. You're a goofy dude. But, like, dude, it's, like, it's getting so rough. It's, like, right now, like, we're in the middle of a fucking crisis. And, like, people are still, like, playing this like back and forth shit i guess it's just like yo like just let, let's let's everybody get better all right right just loosen I, up I need fucking bit, sports in my life we're Jesus. too tight loosen up <laughs> um if anything joe exotics brought us together but yes he has because yes. i've seen like liberals and conservatives online being like fuck carol <laughs> i'm like yeah, yeah let's <laughs> yeah, go that's one thing we can all agree on for sure fuck carol but no, but dude, so like other than Netflix, man, though, like, I mean, I, I just started Ozark. Um, I'm already addicted. I know that, uh, that a lot of people have already seen it. I'm like really behind. So I'm catching up. Yeah. They're in season three, man. I know. I, I, I got a lot of, I do. I, people have been telling me to watch that show since 2017. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And so, yeah. I love it. love it to death. Jason Bateman is. Oh that, my God. Yeah. He is like, dude, I've never seen him in a serious role. And, like, it's, like, he can't, though, because, like, there's just still times where, like, he'll just be sarcastic as fuck, and it's just, like, yep, that's Jason. That's yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. He's just sarcastic, and he, like, kind of calls people out for being dumbasses. That's what he does. But I also notice in all his comedy roles, he's always surrounded by, like, funny people, and he's more of just, like, the level-headed person that, like, speaks the truth that we're all thinking. 
Yes, he is definitely like him and Danny McBride have like this same thing going on to where like they're it's like you kind of have like an iconic role. You know what I mean? Like he was in what Arrested Development and he oh, yeah. like had yeah, that was like his first like big break, I think, like as an actor. And that was like he kind of carried that character and persona through his career. And the same thing with like like uh Danny McBride like I think for him, Kenny Powers was the one that like attached to him. So like now everything that he's in, it's like I just see Kenny Powers. So every time I see Jason Bateman, I just see his character in the rest of the development. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, because Jason Bateman, he's like been in shit. But you're right. You think of his character, you think of Arrested Development. Like mm-hmm. that was him. Yeah, that's just who he is as an actor. Like when you when you book this man in your movie. You go ahead and just let it be known that like that this is who you're getting. This is your character that he plays one person all the time. Right, he's playing <laughs> the guy from Arrested Development. I hope you liked the show because that's his character. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else, and that's the same thing with Danny McBride. I, I can't, I can't see him as anybody else. So, so that's a gift. That's a gift, though. It's a good thing. Today, um, and I guess we won't talk about Ozarks too much because I haven't watched season three yet. Yeah, you're you only in season up. one. I'm not going to give anything away because a lot of shit fucking goes down. Oh. Um, great show, though. Anybody that hasn't watched it, highly recommend it. But during lunch today, during my break, I watched a Netflix movie called The Platform. Do you hear that? It sounds familiar, but I don't but, yeah, but elaborate. Like recommended on Netflix. It's a, a Spanish flick, but they have it uh, they have it dubbed, not subbed. So they just do like the voiceover shit. Oof. Um it's fine. It's I mean, you get used to it. It's you know, it's not great. But the movie's fucking weird. Have you ever seen the movie and I, I watch a lot of fucking movies, so I might be name dropping a lot of random movies. Have you ever seen the movie uh The Cube? Yes. It's kind of okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. The Cube was that, – that was the movie I'm thinking of, right? From the 90s. Um, oh, are you thinking of the one with Jennifer no, not, Lopez? Not, not Cube. Are not you thinking of one with J-Lo and fucking Vince Vaughn? Like where – it was like where he was like in his mind and like she was she was like no. the devil? No, no, no. Like, I know what you're talking about. No, it, it was Cube. It was Cube. Not the cube. That's what it was. It was just cube. That's what was throwing me off. Um, it's this ni- 1997 cube. And they're trapped in a prison. And the prison's always rotating and shit. And they have to find a way out. Anyway, incredible movie. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. I think you can watch it on like Hulu or Netflix. Um, excellent movie. So anyway, this movie just seemed kind of like a ripoff of that movie to me. And I had wished you'd watch it. Because it's so fucking weird. And I have so much to say about it. But uh, maybe I'm next currently time. I'm currently looking at images right now in Google, and I'm gonna give you a Garage Guy Chase quick assessment of the platform. Okay, I'll tell you. <clears> if it's, <throat> I'll I'll tell you how how the assessment is. All right, this movie is fucking out there. Okay, you got a guy eating a shitload of food at this random concrete table. Yep. Guys staring. At, I don't know. It's like a cross between Pan's Labyrinth and the Trench Pull from Matilda. I don't know how else other to explain that. 
um, see this one guy, he's like looking down a hole, dude's got a bloody face. Um, <laughs> this dude's got a knife and reading a book, man. And it's like a, it's like a prison of monks in the future. Um, homeboy is looking like a low budget Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yep. yeah, I, yeah. I mean, and this dude finally, like he just, this girl sitting on that table with all the food, I guess he, she's going to be eaten next, uh, by the weird guy. <laughs> So there's this guy with a samurai sword. Yeah, this movie's got it all. Um, I'll, I, I, you, you should watch it. <laughs> Just a quick rundown. You've pretty much summed it up. Uh, they're in a prison. They don't know how many floors it is. And um, it's just like one room per floor, you know, just like a prison cell. And in the middle of the whole thing is a, a rectangular hole that goes all the way from the top to the bottom. Where do they, they poop? Even, you what? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Where do they poop? They got toilets in there. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, it's like a prison cell, you know. Um, you know, like when you went to prison, you, you remember. Uh, and yeah, they have a hole time. that goes all the way down. And so the deal is, uh, each month you rotate uh, to another random cell. So you're on a different floor, higher or lower. It's just random. Um, and there's a big concrete table, as you were mentioning, that slowly goes down each floor. Okay. And it'll, it'll stop at your floor for just like a couple minutes and you can eat whatever food is on there. You can't take any food off it or else they'll kill you. What? Um, so you can just eat what's on the, on the, on the uh, table while it's on your floor, like in front of you. And then after a couple minutes, it starts to lower again, and you're done eating for the day. So the higher up floors eat like all the fucking food first, and the bottom floors end up not getting any food. So they have to like kill each other to like survive. But then next month, they might be on fucking floor six, where they have you know, a full fucking meal full of beautiful, nice food, and they can just gorge all they want. What happens when the person eventually rode the, the platform down to another floor? You got to watch it. Ooh. Because that's that, – <laughs> I mean, it's like what's stopping people from jumping into the hole and just killing themselves? People do that. Yeah. Yeah, people do that. Oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I got to watch this because, like, I feel like this is a lot of mind. It's, it's weird. Is this M. Night Shyamalan twist? Uh, you know, 
uh, we'll just watch it. I guess right. I, I, but I will say it's weird enough to where I'd like recommend somebody watching it, but it's also not very satisfying and it's gory as fuck. So prepare for that. Ooh, yeah. I feel like eventually somebody is going to like start getting eaten. Like, Oh the table. yeah. That doesn't take long for that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I figured it out. All right. I, I watched the movie now. There you go. <laughs> On Google images. It was great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Netflix has just, it's been consuming all my time, but of course, like I, I am, I am grateful that we have some iRacing stuff happening. Yeah. Especially for us racing guys. That's like the only other thing other than Netflix or Hulu or I don't know what the fuck everybody else watches. I watch all of them personally, but uh, we also, sorry, people are slamming doors around here. Um, by the way, how do I sound? You sound you sound crisp and clean. Do I sound incredible? You sound like you sound like a baby rattlesnake going through some some really dry leaves in the forest. Like it's very crisp. That's yeah. It. So uh, I have my new mic here. Really good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I have my well. <laughs> I have my new. I'm doing a what is that ESR? Uh, what, what's that called? I don't know. ASR. <laughs> oh yeah, ASMR. When they talk like this right into their microphone. People jack off to that, dude. That's crazy. Wait, can you jack off to things other than that? Oh fuck, God! That's all I can jack off to. I'm just constantly exposing your your inner truths every time I'm (laughs) on this show. Well, I'm only doing it accidentally because I thought that was normal. Fuck. Oh fuck, man. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I got. So I I have my new microphone, and um, I'm in a a walk-in closet. By the way, little little trick. If you're recording a podcast and you want the best sound, go into a walk-in closet. If it can like fit, you know, a table and your setup, uh, because the clothes and shit hanging all around you muffles the sounds and stuff. Dude, you're already like, dude, you got it. You got it figured out. I'm, yeah. pr- I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud. Well, right I'm, now. I'm too poor to afford a walk-in closet when I'm back oh. in Austin, but here in Myrtle with my parents, I got a walk-in closet. So. Man. I think, dude, I, I want to talk about iRacing, but, like, there's so much shit I can say about Myrtle Beach, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, there's not enough time in this, man. But, yeah, it's it's pretty cool that, like, you I, – I didn't know you had family over in Myrtle Beach. That's my parents. That's where they live, yeah. I uh, lived in Myrtle for about a year, man. It was, did you? Uh, it was different, yeah. I did I not was, know that. Okay. We'll have to yeah. talk about this off air, then, because I yes. did not know you lived in Myrtle. Because um, you commented on one of my things, like, Myrtle, and I was like, wait, how does he know about Myrtle? Yeah, um, we'll get uh what we'll, we'll, what we'll do is this. We'll put this on we'll put our conversation on the uh on your on your Patreon page and all your all your loyal <laughs> fans that buy your stuff can listen to that conversation. I would love to set up one of those, but I think I would just be depressed to realize how terrible my fans are. Like I already know that my I have the worst fans. But I think that would make me really realize like my fans fucking Don't suck. don't be so hard on yourself, man. You never know. You start Oh, I'm not start, hard on me. I'm hard on go. my shitty fans. They're fucking oh. terrible. They're the worst. And, you gotta you gotta rate, review, and subscribe everywhere. That that's how you know. That's that's the real ones right there. Yeah, they don't do that. That's why I know they're the fucking worst. And I know they're gotta listening. Fix I see the amount of people listening, and I know they're there. Fucking yeah, it's assholes. just like they're too lazy to click a button. Jesus, well, let's give them a reason to click it. They just do it because they're cynical assholes. Um. So anyway, we got iRacing, racing, right? Um. You're now involved in Urska, which is the league that I've been in in Belly Up Sports. So give us a little rundown of your experience so far. Yeah, so I, I noticed that ever, ever since me and you got introduced online and we started chatting, um, you know, I started seeing a lot of your tweets. Love at first sight. 
Yeah, there it is, right there. Just two guys, mustaches, NASCAR. Just yeah, loving we were, each other. What's wrong with that? That's it. Just Joe just Exotic good, made it okay. That's right. Good man love right there. Um, <laughs> a lot, lot, of, lot of horsepower behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking in your boots. Um, yeah, but no, I, I saw that you were involved, and, and I started noticing this ERSCA league, and I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm like you know, now that sports are done and, like, this iRacing stuff, I had always wanted to get into iRacing. Cause like I had noticed that there was, you know, a lot of drive, like William Byron was the first driver I ever heard of doing it. And I, I played NASCAR heat four for a lot. I, I found out that like, you're very much frowned upon if you play that. In yeah. Sport. I found that out as well. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm going to keep playing it anyway, because I don't feel like spending a shitload of money on this. So I'm just going to do what I can on my Xbox. And, um, and that's what I did. So when all this happened, I'm, I started to like, be like, okay, well, you know, I would love to see, like, I had this idea for a NASCAR. And when I was in Daytona, I was chatting with Jeffrey Earnhardt and some of his buddies, and we were all out there on, on pit road. And I was talking with Jeff, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna get a car for you one day, and it's gonna be the sexiest car of all time. And you're gonna drive it. And he was like, I'll do it. And he was like, well, what would it <laughs> If look you like? pay me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it was a lot of money. I, I, I literally flirted with the idea of starting to go fund me and just putting signatures of yep. like, everyone on the car. We were in really small. But, uh, yeah, I think that he's, uh, I think he's got some shit coming up with Floyd Mayweather and the money team now. Though. Oh, shit. That would be yeah. tight. Yeah. So, according to something I had read um, online, I wouldn't be saying this if I heard it directly from him unless he didn't care. But I read online where the, the money team, wrapped a paint scheme for him for iRacing so that automatically leads some people to believe that when everything fires back up he may be with the money team uh racing chevy camaro so we'll see interesting yes very much so so keep that in your back pocket but back on topic i uh i just put it in my pocket I saw one day this uh that when the whole barstool deal came out where we were going to see the clip boyer car um with the dragon I saw By the way, it. ugly scheme. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Uh, I think, hey, it's it's good. It's good for conversation. No, That's it is. But like, you could have still made a better look. And the the dragon looks trash. I could have done a better dragon. Just gonna th- oh, throw that out there. This is what happened. So we originally released it, and then there was a guy on Twitter goes by the name of Noah Sweet. He redesigned it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Noah. Yeah, I follow him. He fixed it up and yep. he put it out there. So. I was like, damn, like, okay, this dude's like doing some fucking badass cars. Like I'm going to DM this guy. So I DM him and I'm like, Hey man, I'm like, I've always wanted to like, just see a garage guys, fantasy sports, Chevy Camaro. Like I just wanted to see what it would look like. He ended up hitting me back and we started working together a little bit. And, um, and he sent me back this, what is now my Twitter uh, cover photo with most beautiful car ever. And I'm like, Oh my God, I love this car. And then, so I just like literally like kept working with Noah. And then one day I put out, like I started noticing we did the pro invitational and then iRacing just kind of started exploding two weeks ago. So I'm like, Hey, is there anybody out there that wants to drive this freaking beautiful car? Um, you know, like hit me up. So I had a couple of people hit me up, um, online and I actually had one of the, uh, one of the Gander Outdoors truck series, uh, drivers email, uh, DM me, but it was too late by the time I got the message. Cause I had already allowed Ronnie Osmer, uh, he's an ARCA driver to drive the truck in Ryan Vargas's race. So 
you know, we made a truck. Me and Noah got together. We, we put the paint scheme on a, on a truck. Ronnie was driving it. We got all the way to like the third phase where if you make top 10, you get into the race on, you know, podium esports. Well, we ended up getting wrecked in that race, pulled out. There's another one coming up. Ronnie will be back in the truck. But after that, I'm like, I love this shit. Like I'm hooked now. And then I see you in this, this Erska league and I start getting these DMS. I got a DM from a guy named Scott Crump, which he races in Erska. And he says, yo, you need to check out these two brothers, Kenny and Kyle Lowry. And Scott Crump, and, isn't he, like, leading? He's really good. Yeah, well, he, he finished, like, like fourth or fifth in Bristol on Monday. So, I mean, he did – and he came from, like, the back. So, he did really well. Yeah. Um, so, but Scott hit me up. He sent me their records. I get to look at them. So, I get in contact with the guys. And they race Supras. And I wasn't a big fan of that. And I was like, you know, I want – I was like, is there any way you can race Camaro? And they're like, no, we got to stay with what we have. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I hit up Noah. I'm like, yo, I need you to wrap me a Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Toyota Super. He Dude, I did do the same thing. I had it on a Chevy. And then, uh, yeah, Christian Eckes, because he drives Toyotas in real life, he was like, it has to be a Supra. And I was like, all right, fuck it. But yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you, you get it and I get it. But I will say this. The Supra looks pretty badass. It does, yeah. It's a bad – it looks like a little space – rocket ship like all <laughs> it I does love it. that's a good way to describe it yes it's a little rocket ship so i'll fuck with it and then his brother i was like okay well i gotta get something new so i get with noah and of course you know we're sponsored by drip drop by the way if you go to dripdrop.com use promo code garage guys 20 you'll get 20 percent off your order um I just are they gonna pay me now that you're on my podcast ain't that uh maybe i can get you some drip drop <laughs> <laughs> i like to do that dude they've been doing all kinds give of me a sponsorship good. with them how about that <laughs> i don't know you have to talk with them man I've, i worked on that for like over a year so it was it was tough <laughs> but, I, but i made it happen but um but yeah i i we made the drip drop car for kyle he's the number two supra and then kenny's driving the garage guys fantasy sports 22 and um kyle i talked with uh with them and we got in and in miami like I got to see, you know, Kenny out there in the car, and he got a top five, and I was excited, and Drew was just, like, hating on it. He was just like, big race today. <laughs> like, he, just, <laughs> he hates on it so much because, like, uh, he was like, he's like, you just live tweet. Like, it's like the Super Bowl. And I'm like, I'm like, well, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, I saw him, like, uh, tweet out that, that uh, poll or whatever. He did a poll. I, I voted was... for virtual hand jobs to our drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a good one. I, I play along, so – um, but yeah, you know, we had Bristol and, and dude, I'll be honest, like I'm loving it. My, my whole goal right now is though, it's a brand, I found out it's a brand new league this year. I did yep. not know that brand yep. new. And, uh, it, it's, it's up to me and you and some of these other guys to just build this thing up, man. Like I, I know we can get our viewership up in this league and, and there's nothing more than I loved in supporting something new startups. Um, you know, we you know, my podcast, your podcast is your, your business you work for is a spot, uh, a startup itself. So I love supporting that type of business. So I, I'm just excited to be able to grow this league. And um, I'm excited to have a racing team, man. Like, it's been a dream of mine for a while, you know, and I can't do it with real cars right now. But it's like, hell, like, I've got these two guys, like, driving cars with, like, our logos and shit on them. I'm like, this is, uh, you know, little me right now is screaming, like, asking when he can buy the die cast. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Yeah. No, same. Absolutely. And I loved your paint scheme. And by the way, I don't know if you feel comfortable saying this, but how much does Noah charge for the paint schemes? Um, yeah, I overpay him, um, but uh, normally I think that he's somewhere around ten to ten to fifteen. God uh, damn, that's cheap. Yeah, so I mean, I charged like uh, twenty when I was 
making a couple paint schemes. Um, well, and I, mean, I thought that just, was cheap. He may, he may be going up by now, but I will say this. The work that he did, um, and I, maybe he was just being frugal. Um, you know, and if he is, that's great. But I, I paid him well over that because nice. I, it just it, it like it meant a lot to me because like I was like, dude, this is you're talented as fuck. Yeah, and you know he definitely now that he's got. He he designed Landon Castle's car for last week's Pro uh, Invitational series. Yeah, is he like a student in graphic design or something like that? He is, and um, he's actually he's supposedly he's got an internship with Barstool coming into the summer. Damn! All right, so fat shout out. Uh, if anybody yeah. listening and they need a uh, paint scheme done or just want a cool design, what's his what's his tag? We need to give him a shot because I love his stuff as well. Yeah. Noah is uh, he's he's fantastic. You can follow him at Noah Sweet Seven, um, and his his Abby is just it's a it's like yellow and it's got his face in there. And it's but, and it's sweet S W E E T. Yeah, it's N O A H S W E T Seven at Noah yeah. Sweet Seven. Um, no, he, yeah, he has he has great content though. I'm glad you brought that up because I actually I've been meaning to give him a mention on the podcast. I I follow once I followed him, I was like, damn, I love his shit that he does. Yeah, but if you're listening to this right now, like like I said, that that was a couple of weeks ago. He may have went up on his on his schemes, and I hope to God he has. Yeah, he, so I hope so too. <laughs> if he hasn't, you better overpay him at least ten to twenty dollars because he deserves yeah. it. That dude works so hard, and he like literally will put his neck out there to like get anybody anything they need. His turnaround is amazing. Um, and, and especially if, you know, if you, if you get it, him to follow you and you guys have conversations and stuff, he is one of the nicest guys ever. Um, I'm hoping to be able to do a little bit more work with him outside of paint schemes and getting I'm more a, into some, uh, some t-shirt designs and things oh, like that. So see, I'm a pretty cocky guy when it comes to my designs, but, um, I was charging, like I said, I was charging $20 for paint scheme designs and I may, may have to admit that he, uh, does better than I do. And <laughs> He's, if he's charging that little, I hope to God he's charging double that by now. Yeah, he should be. And that, like I said, that was I hit him up like almost three weeks ago. Right. Um. So I mean, that he's was been blowing all up. Started. Yeah. So he's blowing up, dude. He. I've watched his followers go from like, he was in the hundreds. I mean, he's over a thousand now. So I mean, he's. I, he's I don't know how I found him. I think I, I followed him. I think right before he did your paint team. Somehow, maybe it was around the same time you found him. I don't know what happened, but. I know Portnoy quote, quote tweeted him and Barstool quote tweeted him. So okay, that's probably what it was. If you follow then. them, you probably saw him there. Yeah, that's that's um, probably what it was then. Okay. Yeah, I was I can't remember where I found him at, but he was he was somewhere in like a thread and I saw him and then that's when I saw he did the Barstool scheme and I saw a couple of his other ones and I'm like, okay. See, did he did he do the dragon scheme? He fixed it. He fixed the oh, dragon. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I'll have to check it out. I didn't I think it was a flames on it or something I didn't like. Yeah, he changed that. He changed okay, it. Okay, okay. He didn't like that either. Right, there was something cheesy about it, I remember, and I was like, what is it that I don't like about this? Because the yeah. idea is hilarious. I should love this. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Right. Jeff okay. Block and all them. Yeah. It was right. Yeah. Um, I'll go back and check that out then. Anyway, but Noah, yeah. hope that shout out helped you. I know you don't even know me, but I follow your shit. I think you follow me too. I don't fucking know. 
Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should do it. If you're listening to this, Noah, yeah, go check him out for sure. But <laughs> um, shout oh, a little piece from Garage Guys. Shout out to the clock. Shout out to the clock. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but it's there. I can hear it. So I assume my listeners can hear it. All and right. if they don't know, everybody go listen to – do you want to give a plug to your podcast? I've been on your show at least once. I, I'm going to come back on it. Yeah, you got to get back. Uh, Friday, episode 150. You can follow us at GGFS Podcast. Um, and we, uh, we do we talk about – right now we're talking about iRacing and we're talking about all the other shit that's happening in the world. And, um, and yeah, but normally we're you know, primarily uh, fantasy football, NFL, um, and then fantasy NASCAR and DFS content. That's what we pump out. And then we have Garage Talk. Right now we're really heavy. Our Monday episodes, we're doing Westworld recaps. So a Ooh. lot of people are big into Westworld. I know I'm a huge like Westworld's like my number one show. See, I fell off on season two for Westworld personally. Oh my god, you got to get back on it, bro. I know I've heard season three <laughs> back, and it's like people are loving it again. So I might have to. Right, and we have uh, episode 150. Like I said, it's going to be uh, we're going to do something special for Friday's episode. So Ooh. definitely subscribe, rate and review. And if you rate and review and subscribe my podcast, then go and rate and review. Subscribe this one because you're already here listening to it. And if you haven't done that, you're shitty. And just remember that. And I'll send you <laughs> a picture of my butt, my bare naked butt. Yeah, you can, like, we can put your butt on a hero card and you can like digitally sign it like all these NASCAR drivers have been doing. Like if you've ever watched King of the Hill, and uh, then you would know Hank Hill is notorious for having a white guy butt or uh, in layman's terms, <laughs> no butt, that's me. Right. And so you get a nice big naked picture of that pale no butt. That's it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. You see, that's how he takes it, the wheel. <laughs> i love that fucking show or maybe i should threaten people like i'll send you a, a picture of my naked butt unless you uh w- what is it like review rate 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 like review did you say love, rape rape do you say rape subscribe. three times in a row rape, jesus you better rape this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i want you to take it and hold it down no rate review and subscribe did you ever watch uh whitest kids you know i loved whitest kids you know the the grapist the grapist I, lo- I just remember liquid pcp a gallon of pcp the grapist it's the commercial for grape juice and he's the grapist oh I'm, no <laughs> i'm the grapist it's i'm me. gonna change you i'm gonna chain you down God. kids and grape you in the mouth dude do they show show that anywhere no. like fuse no. doesn't oh, do uh, shit YouTube. anymore YouTube. youtube they have a youtube channel and they just God. uploaded like full episodes of that show on their shit for free this episode just needs to be uh garage guy chase and rattlesnake tv talk i think honestly i think that's probably what i'm going to title it actually that's not a bad something yeah tv talk netflix and netflix and something would be funny as well quarantine night in america that's i'm recording so like the the audience gets to hear us what we usually do not recording figuring out what to title something that they're listening to this yeah that's um, why i love i love this time like this is a great time we're living in we're just we're we're, we're conversating this, this is chair gating man this is this, this is it. like literally we're in a virtual we're in a virtual like yard like just drinking like you're drinking beer and i've got like a tall boy of like liquid death mountain I am, water i am drinking beer they have beer on tap here <laughs> at my parents so uh drinking tap beer thank god that's my favorite i, I had a little ganj earlier that was about oh, it oh. yeah I like to live my life like that. I'm at my parents, so I'll uh, I'll refrain (laughs) from saying anything. But um, uh, before we go, last thing, to wrap this all up, we were talking iRacing, and you had some beef with iRacing. Can you go through and just kind of read the the thread that you had that you were telling me before? Because it was pretty hilarious. 
Yeah. So first off, I want to say this. iRacing is great. It has saved America in a time of need. And it's also, um, I think it's incredible that we are literally getting to slap all of our parents in the face that love racing, that are watching these for giving a shit maybe of watching some Twitch. And he means literally kids. Yeah. All kids listening, go slap your parents in the face literally. That's, that's right. What, that, that's, that's what Garage Chase means. Yeah, Trippy Red's been telling people to do that on Instagram Live stories. Slap your mom with cheese or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Wild shit. But anyway, I, uh, so I got the iRacing subscription. My plan was I, I don't have any intention on doing the iRacing stuff at this time. Like I said, I'm fully invested in, in Kyle and Kenny running our stuff in Erska. Um, Kenny. But, but, yeah, Kenny. <laughs> I, uh, I, I wanted to be able to live stream these races and do commentary and talk with our guys on Twitch. So I said, okay, well, the only way I can do that is to get an iRacing subscription. So I got a subscription. I got, like, 50% off. It was, like, $6. And, um, and whenever I got it, I went in and I was like, okay, well, I got it on my MacBook and I'm like, okay, well, I need to get a PC now. So I borrowed a PC. Um, it was like an HP laptop. Does it have to be a PC and just out of curiosity? Yeah, it does. You can't, you can't run iRacing on a Mac, which I think is trash. Oh, that is trash. I have a Mac. Absolute trash. Me that's too. That's racist, Mac's, dude. Mac's the way to go. Like, we're that is racist. Creators. Yes. So that's to one strike against iRacing already. So that's strike one. Um, again, still love you for doing everything you're doing in the world right now, but me and you personally we have, you. we have beef yeah we have beef <laughs> so i get this and then i'm downloading it and i finally get it downloaded it takes me like an hour and a half to download i'm on the phone with kyle kyle's running practice laps tonight before the race on sunday so i didn't realize it was going to take me like two hours to download this shit i'm like fuck it, it it's able to run this the program everything's fine and i get it downloaded and i'm thinking okay well now i can just go find where their race is at i can go watch it and i can go around their car and i can watch and follow his car and shit no <laughs> i get in there finally and then i'm like okay where are you guys at he's like all right you see scott's name and him and scott crump are in a, a practice session i go to click on it and it's like you don't own this track and you don't own a car for this series. You must purchase now like $30 for a, I, I, I bought like a, an Xfinity Camaro and the track Bristol, which is like $15 for the track. And then it's like, like 15 for the car. No fucking way. Yeah. So I buy that and then I go to get into the system. Well, you have to buy tracks individually for real. Yes. Every track you have to purchase. No, like, there's a lot of money that goes. Are you in serious? There. Yes, people are spending a shitload. You have to. It's like 120 dollars for a year, and then once you get that, that's when you got to purchase everything. That's the only way for you to get things. You have to buy them. So what the you know, fuck? Not you, even like PlayStation does shit like that. They're like, right. I mean, I guess like, you buy the game and then they'll like charge you for like upgrade. Yeah. I don't know. Still, I'll put seems... it to you this way: that, that company, they're they're not hurting right now. Put it that way. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. And I mean, that's like, think of all the racetracks and all the different types of racing that's on this service and all the money that it costs for you. If you want to do that, you have to buy it. So I buy Bristol and a car and I get into this service. Once I'm in here, I have this car that I'm not even going to drive. And it's like, tell me to use my track pad to drive it. And I'm like, this is dumb. I was like, I can't do this. I have to have a wheel and a pedal kit. Well, I'm like, the only thing I want to do is spot. So once I get in, my graphics on this computer are so trash. I can't even see like the paint scheme on my car. And it looks like literally 2000 Nintendo 64 NASCAR. 
that's what it looks like. I'm like, there's no way in hell I can stream this. Like, this is not going to happen. So I was like, fuck it. Let bygones be bygones. It is what it is. And I ended up just streaming. Um, I streamed like the YouTube race. And, and I can you hear my wife bit. talking in the background? I can't. I can't hear her. No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't hear her at all. You're good. That mic is good. That's I'm gonna, a good mic. Um, when I get out of here. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Go on. <laughs> You're good. Um, but yeah, so after all that was done, like I literally like got out of it and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to email them and I'm going to, you know, get refunded and I'm going to cancel it and I'll, you know, figure out another way to do it. I'll just do it, you know, on, you know, just the normal YouTube race or whatever. And I'll just get a discord and talk to them. So I, I email them about it and this is what they tell me. So the first mm -hmm. email comes through and then, uh, they, they come in, uh, we're very sorry, but we typically do not give out refunds. To alleviate the possibility of computers being slow below spec, we have mentioned this in numerous places, such as system requirements, FAQ. We also have an application on our website where you can test your computer. I did that, by the way. Um, <laughs> although not something we typically do, as a one-time courtesy, we can deactivate your account and add 13 iRacing credits to your account that you can use whenever you renew the account anytime in the future after upgrading your computer. I said, I just wanted to use the program to be a spotter and to stream on Twitch and had no idea I would have to buy cars and tracks. After buying that car and track, when I found out the system couldn't even load a race properly, I realized there was no point in me having it. I don't even own a wheel and pedal kit. They come back with this. Hi, Chase. Although this is not something... Very somber. <laughs> yes. Hi, Chase. <laughs> As a one-time courtesy, we can begin the refund approval process and see if it gets approved. At this point, I'm like, okay, great. This is what I want to hear. Then comes the but. But it will include a $5 refund fee. We are only able to do this for the subscription. The content will remain on the account and is non-refundable. Please let me know if this is still what you would like us to do. For one, my subscription was $7 after taxes. You're literally going to give me $2 as a refund when I really want to be refunded for $30 for a track and a car. So I, I am at this point, I'm pissed. I'm like, this is like the, the biggest slap in the face. I said, I said, so technically there's no refund. I said, the main thing I was concerned about was the $30 I spent on a track and car. I said, so, so technically my refund would be like two bucks. I said, would have just preferred you say no to the request and send an email virtually slapping me in the face with the amount of traffic your service is getting through national television. I find it hard to believe that a $30 refund would put your accounts in the negative and I have got no response from them. So I'm guessing they got the message that I'm a little fucking on edge. So yeah, fuck iRacing for that reasoning. And if you have the slightest doubt that your computer can't do it, don't fucking download it. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's insane. I've never heard of a policy that strict. Usually places will be like, oh, sorry for, you know, the confusion. I deal with that all the time. People will email me at work and be like, uh, I never didn't want to, you know, have some renewal on donations or subscriptions. Like we need to cancel. Yeah, stop and being greedy, iRacing. I immediately cancel and refund them all their money and apologize for the confusion. That's I do that to Hulu every month. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's, like just cancel and resubscribe. I think that's how all businesses work. So um, that's yeah. really disappointing to hear. Maybe we need to make our own. We should. We should. You know what we should do? Well, let's just use NASCAR Heat. Let, let's yeah, just, you let's know just what? Fuck it. I already own NASCAR Heat. Yeah, me too. Fuck it. You know, you know what else? There are people on Twitch. There's another little little league that I uh, that I did some work with. It was the Geico Cup League or whatever. They race on Forza Seven. 
It's like late model cars. Yeah, but I, I only have PlayStation. Yeah, I only have Xbox. And Forza is only on Xbox. Well, it's a PC. It's a PC game. I thought Forza was an Xbox game. It is, but it's also on PC. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they, Forza wasn't PlayStation. That was the only thing. Yeah, no. I don't know. I need to get a PlayStation. It seems like everybody I know has them. I'm a big uh, big PlayStation guy. I've always been a big PlayStation guy. The only reason I ever had an Xbox was for Halo. Yeah, I just like the Xbox. I like the way it looked. Man, I like Spyro when I've had my PlayStation. Mm. I just played Spyro forever. No, Okay, the only thing, though, with NASCAR Heap is the only reason I really like iRacing and really care about it. I mean, I, obviously, I get that it's, like, more difficult. So, I get that. Whatever. But the customization, how you can just completely create a paint scheme. And, and 704 games could find a way to do that. Oh, they easily could, but they're pieces of shit, dude. 704 Games is the worst fucking video game company I think I've ever seen in my life. We need 2K NASCAR. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. That's Something. It. Really anything else. Um, yeah, just somebody that would take customization seriously. I want to be able to create and customize my driver um, to look like Joe Exotic. I want to be able to put a rattlesnake on the side of my fucking car and put number 69. Nice. Amen. And I want to customize a track. I want to build my own fucking track. Dude, that would be epic. I want to, I want to race NASCAR on Formula One tracks. Fuck it. Any track. <laughs> Any <laughs> track. Dude, cup cars on dirt track. I mean, oh my why? God. why not? That know? would be insane. But it's, it's like, yeah, you paid, you paid the money for the game. Why can't, why can't you? Why is there limitations to this shit? If I'm going to pay that much money on iRacing, I better be able to take a sprint car at Talladega if I want to. So that's the way I look at it. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take uh, an Indy car on a dirt track. Dude, that would be incredible. <laughs> quarter mile, <laughs> quarter mile dirt track Indy car. <laughs> Could you imagine like a grid of 30 drivers oh. at like Bristol, like a short track on dirt? Bro, how, I would lose my mind. How long, how long would that race last? I mean, nobody, that, it, nobody would finish it. How would, they would even like they'd be going so slow, like trying to take the turns and stuff. Be, <laughs> that would be or the, the Indy cars, a uh, quarter mile dirt track oval, uh, with off road tires. Yes, yes, yeah. You have to have Mickey Thompson. That's right, yeah. So you can in. take those turns. Why not though? <laughs> Fuck it, dude. I should be able to customize whatever I want. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, we, we. You know what? If, if I racing like doesn't email me back tomorrow, I'm gonna send them this huge ass thread and troll the fuck out of them. Send like them the I whole was podcast. Like, check this out. I was having this conversation, and like, I'm literally just gonna like thread shit down and use different colors to like bullet do bullet points, <laughs> and like, and like, I will send that to them every day until I get a response. And if it's automated, I'll keep sending it. All right, I think that's a good stopping point. That's it. We did I think it. that was good. You did it from your closet, and I did it where I normally do podcasts. <laughs> By the clock. All right, man. Well, um, Chase, I got to come back on your show soon. Thank you for coming on mine. I, I know it's always the last second. I just hit you up. I'm like, yeah, I'll come on my show. Yeah, that's how we roll right now, man. That's I enjoy the shit out of it. Always a pleasure to be on here, Rouse. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right, man. See you later. All right, bro. Be good. Peace. It was straight shot. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.